alternative energy options available in our area. And we welcome back to the microphone, uh, Brian Pitzer. Uh, this time you're uh, in the role of local homeowner. Of course, uh, you're the director of All Aboard Erie, our initiative to embrace you know, high-speed rail and other public transit options. How are you doing, Brian? Oh, Joel, always good to be here, always good to see you, and uh, thanks for having us. And, of course, we can tie in high-speed rail to what we're going to do. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, you know, when you think about uh, alternative you know, transportation and energy, I always think about the – uh, the maglev um, trains that are really big, what, in Japan, right? And China. And China. Yes. Not so much in Europe, right? Not uh, yet, no. Okay. But you can get two, can you get to 300 miles an yes. hour? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, they're still in the somewhat experimental stage in, in China and Japan. Okay. Um, but... Um, they, they are in, in operation there, and they'll go over 300, 325 miles an hour. That's, that's really something, because I was, I was looking at my son. You know, my son was flying, uh, I guess it would have been yeah, yesterday. And, uh, you know, a typical plane's uh, cruising, altitude, uh, cruising speed, you know, at 30,000 feet, it's cruising about 5, 550. And so for a train to be less than half of that... Is pretty astounding stuff. That I mean, can you imagine the the blowback as that's passing you, passing you by? But anyway, it is pretty amazing, and uh, and that's the way the world is headed. And uh, so we're hoping that the United States, at some point, says we need to do the same thing. We we talked a little bit about uh, infrastructure, and again, we're totally on a rabbit trail right at the very beginning of the subject. But that's okay. Uh, we talked a little bit about infrastructure with uh, Congressman Kelly yesterday, and you know he admitted, you know, it's like you you go to a place like Seoul, Korea, or or you know the, the major Japanese or even the major European um, uh, airports, and they just. They, 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 our, our airports pale in comparison. Even some of the nicer ones have really uh, been, uh, have not had the updates that we need. You know, you got LaGuardia, you know, I mean, like, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing how, um, we used to be able to do things in, in glorious ways. And it seems like we've, we've got to get that back. We've got to get our mojo back that way as the United States. Yes. Um, if you look at what the other, other nations are doing in, primarily Europe, but also in other parts of the world, you wouldn't expect to have advanced transportation systems. They, Saudi Arabia, um, Venezuela even, hmm. um, um, uh, maybe, excuse me, Vietnam, not Venezuela. Yeah, Vietnam. Uh, uh, right. Vietnam, the country we defeated. In, right. It is now building high-speed rail. Incredible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we'll keep keep an eye on it, and, and, and certainly... You know, at one point, if you go back to the history of Erie, what something like eighty trains were yes. were eighty, uh, trains, 80, a 80 trains a day were showing up here. So it's it's part of our heritage. Um, certainly, a part of our heritage is our connection to nature. You know, uh, of course, uh, you know, we we are uh, so fortunate to be so close to the water, and uh, of course, the natural breezes and uh, that openness to the sun. You know, at some point, you've got a clear you know, a clear route to the sun. And somehow you got, um, you, you got an affinity to nature and, and the ability to kind of harness its power. Talk about that. Well, I've, I've been interested in uh, solar and wind and alternative energies since I was a child. I can remember um, 
in sixth grade, our science teacher talking about solar cells, and that just really captured my imagination. Here we are, free energy, unlimited mm-hmm. free energy, and it's clean, and let's harness it. And so it's taken this long to really get some of the the technological hurdles solved sure. so that we can uh, offer it. Uh, on a wide scale to the public. Yeah, I do. Re- I do remember those uh, seventh or eighth grade science classes where the little uh, six inch uh, solar cell was there. I mean, who knows what they paid for that? But <laughs> it was a- it was able to power a motor. Yes. You know, and you just kind of you know kind of held it up to the light, and and and, and of course, so many advances uh, have come to bear. And speaking of China, is part of part of the part of the issue of bringing solar into affordability has been the, um, you know, what the Chinese have done to kind of really build that out, right? But we still build cells in in the United States, don't we? Oh, absolutely. In fact, the the cells, uh, the solar panels that we had installed in our home are made in the United States. Oh, that's amazing. It's a company called Auxin, A-U-X-I-N, and uh, we're very pleased with them, and uh, they seem to be booming as well. So it's it's a domestic uh, industry that... Um, you know, we look at all the uh, alternative energy jobs that we think will be created in the next decade or two decades. It's it's going to be significant. All right. So you had this uh, you had this interest, this native interest in it, but at some point you had to say, okay, let me let me run the numbers of what I'm paying to the utility vis-a-vis making this investment and then starting to ream the uh, receive the benefits of mounting some panels. So. First off, is there a a number of panels? Is there a square footage that is a is a, an algorithm that connects with the size of your house? What it what it determines the size of your system is your exposure to the sun. In other words, oh. um, we have a house that is somewhat shaded by trees, and there are other homes that are completely free of um, shadows, so they would need fewer solar panels than we do. And it also, you need to look at your uh, energy bill. So you need to find out, and that's what, we worked with uh, Solar Revolution, John Purvis, who we expect to hear any minute, Yeah. Um, to talk about, he came to our house and said, first thing he asked us was, what's, what's your uh, energy bill? Okay. And from that, he determines how, much, how many solar panels we need to match that usage. All right, so what is that, is... is uh, because of the amount of sun, because of the shade, that determined it. So, so each panel. So it's not so much the. Is it the expected lumens that are hitting that panel? It, or? It, it, yes, it'll it, or it'll be light minutes. Uh, <laughs> they determine how many watt, how much wattage you'll need. Okay, and then they'll say, okay, you need this this amount of wattage. We have this number of panels will meet that figure. Okay. So we right now we have 19 panels on our on a roof, wow. and we're going to add a few more next year. And are they all on the same side of your roof, on the south side? Uh, the, our house faces southeast, the roof of our uh-huh. house, and that's that's where they are. The panels we install next year are going to be on the southwest side. Interesting. And so we'll get the sun in the morning and the afternoon, and then late afternoon on the uh, on the southwest side. Okay, well, that's really interesting. The, um, <clears throat> of course, solar energy is free, but we have a we have a lot of cloudy days in northwestern Pennsylvania. How do they get around that? Well, the uh, when when they calculate your solar panel, they will look at what your total energy bi- consumption is for the year. Okay, and they'll calculate how many 
solar days that you're going to have through the entire year, figuring you're going to be uh, creating excess capacity in the summer and less capacity in the winter. And so they try to balance that. So mm-hmm. what you're doing really is uh, you're, you're kind of running your electric meter backwards, but you're getting credit for it is what's happening. Right. So you're, but are you going for zero or is there a no, what's your, uh, right. your goal number? When they, when they uh, install your panels, they try to reach as close to 100% of your usage. So, and the reason for that is there's little economic sense to have more panels than you need. Sure. Because then you're paying a lot of money for... Yeah, for the capital upfront expense. Exactly. So they um, they try to match your usage to the number of panels that you install for the entire year. Interesting. So so basically, then you're just you'd be able to do a, an easy calculation of you know of a return on investment if you can get to ground zero. Um, your return on investment is basically how many years it takes to pay off the panels. Exactly. Okay, yes. that's super interesting. And um, uh, Solar Revolution estimated it would take 10 to 12 years for us to pay off uh, the installation, and the equipment is guaranteed for 25 years. Okay. So, so yeah. We think we, we're, we'll be making money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you'd be doing beyond better. We're talking to, to um, Brian Pitzer. He is a homeowner in the Edinburgh area, and uh, he installed, was it 19? 19. 19 solar panels. Okay. Um, and again, something has changed with that industry that makes it makes it pretty uh, kind of a hot industry right now. Is it is it just because the cost of the of the of the of the projects have just decreased quite a bit? It's my understanding the cost of each solar panel has come down as well as their efficiency. So oh. the same solar panel from 5 years ago is now creating more electricity, that ones that are manufactured today are more efficient, will uh, create more electricity, so you need fewer panels. All right. So what he'll do, he, he comes in and probably makes a little bit of a design, right? Yes. You know, and uh, I would imagine most roofs are able to handle the the weight of This is not a weighty thing, is it? That's not a big issue. No. Okay. Uh, and, then, um, uh, the, and then they schedule some kind of... Uh, 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 installation day. Right, exactly. They'll they have a te- um, s- several teams of installers th- working the tri-state area, wow. and uh, they'll tell you what day they're available, and they'll come in, and it'll takes about two or three days. Okay, to do the installation. And you you put them in when? What what month did you put them in? We put them in beginning of May. And okay, so we've had them a little over two months. Some people have some pretty massive bills, and it's like. You know, what can we do about it? Well, there is something that you can do about it, and maybe you can embrace alternative energy. We're talking to Brian Pitzer. He's a homeowner uh, in the Edinburgh area, and uh, he went for it. Uh, Again, uh, uh, how did you know, like, where to start, you know? Like, did you do a bunch of research? We did a little. Um, We originally started looking at this a few years ago. In fact, we looked at uh, even um, wind energy and uh, talked to someone in this area who sells wind turbines. And they said, unless you have an area that's wide open with no buildings or no trees blocking the flow of air, you really don't want a wind turbine. So that's when we began focusing on, on solar and we contacted Solar Revolution and um, and found out what it would cost. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. It, yeah, it's not not something that you can uh, uh, use your uh, um, 
candy money for. Right. Well, you have, you have to have a long view of it, right? Yes. I mean, yes. Do you, do you, has he ever mentioned any situation where, where, you know, the, the sun, the sun, um, exposure is so strong that you're always ahead or you're ahead a lot quicker than maybe like a 10 or 12 year deal? Anything? I wonder. I wonder if that's ever the case. We'll have to ask him that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, the. I, I, I'm sure the payback period is going to vary. Sure. Depending upon your your. And you have some pretty exposure. big trees around the house. We do. All right. We so do. that would that would impact that. And so uh, we don't really start getting full uh, full generation of electricity at our house till about 11 a.m. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So you, I'm sure you're watching the meter. So what, what is, is it a second meter? Yes, there is a, a separate meter specifically for the electricity you generate from the solar panels. And so that's fun to watch. It, it, my wife and I get a big kick out of uh, going out every day and look at that meter turning. It's, it's creating electricity. And, that's incredible. Uh, and uh, so we've created over, um, over 1,000 kilowatt hours already. It's like 1,200 kilowatt hours yeah. in just the uh, two months that it's been operational. And again, people need to understand that you're you're on the grid all the time anyway, right? It's not like you're yes. you're switching to your own, you know, homemade. It's not like you're switching to your homemade brew. You know, you're always on the grid. What you're doing is basically a little mini power plant. In and the uh, because of how the laws work. The energy company is required to accept that energy from you. That's right. And pay us for it. And pay you for it. And, yeah. and so uh, even though we might not be using all the, in the summertime, all the energy that we're uh, generating, uh, it goes back into the grid and or or we get credited for it yeah. from the electric company. So that's, that's pretty cool. S- super interesting because, you know, um, at some point they'll come up with a, a, a way that a battery will work. You know, to 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 be totally yes. self sufficient. Yes, I think we're just a few years away from that. Um, um, uh, the, um, uh, the 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 Tesla gentleman. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk has come up with uh, some uh, home solar home battery installations. Interesting. Um, and we're hoping that that they become good enough and affordable enough that we will be able to start using things like that as an addition to our solar panels. All right. So um, what are some of the occupational hazards? And again, we're talking to Brian Pitzer about alternative uh, energy. If you have a question, 679-1080. Like, you know, I'd be worried about, you know, roofy, uh, leaky roofs and stuff. I mean, because this is mounted right on my shingles. So... Uh, what are what are some of the things that you you have to concern yourself? We with? We asked that same question, and uh, the installation is guaranteed not to leak. And the, and he demonstrated how they install it, on, and they make sure it goes under the shingle. And, okay. Um, and so, and we have we've had no problems. Okay, cool. And uh, I suspect that it probably keeps the roof a little cooler too, since it's it's another gap uh, above the the existing roof. I would have to think that our house is probably uh, just from the presence of the cells a little cooler. Does it seem like they're heavy? Um, one. Um, I, I, like, did you lift one up? Or? I did not. I'm guessing they weigh around forty pounds each. Each. Okay. Yeah. I guess not too bad. Um, and um, they they actually uh, brought out a, a structural engineer oh. to look into our attic to make sure that the the bracings uh, were in place to, to to support it. I mean, there is weight involved. 
but I've not heard of a, a roof that hasn't been able to, to support it in this area. When we were checking it, we were saying he schedules the install, and it's about a two-day install. Two to three, yes. Uh, so, um, so what exactly did it entail that you could see? Uh, in the installation, I mean, basically getting up on your roof, it's almost like doing a roofing job, but you're installing these panels, right? Yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into it, surprisingly, because they have to put brackets on each panel. So there's in the 19 panels has brackets of its own. They all have to be wired together. You, then you have to string co- uh, conduit down from the panels into the uh, these boxes that they're putting up. The 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 like new electric meter. There's a shutoff meter. There's a inverter as well. I'm I'm thinking that the uh, uh, the solar energy is DC and it's converted into AC. Oh, I never even thought of that. And what's really cool is each of the panels is has um, Bluetooth, and it connects to uh, our um, uh, Wi-Fi. Okay. And so we can, in real time, watch the output of each solar panel. That's so they're like a smart panel. Yes. Yeah. That's really phenomenal. And so we can, we'll be able to tell if a um, panel is damaged or malfunctions. It'll show up right away because it will not be producing the, the power that the other panels are. Oh, my goodness. That, that's, that's really something else. The, um, you have some statistics here on, on our one sheet here. You know, that it, you know solar energy is free. It's inexhaustible. It's uh, plentiful. You know, that... Uh, uh, something like it, it could meet just the sun itself could meet the world's energy's needs 10,000 times over. Yes. yes. Really is. That is shocking. Yes. Of course, most of that's falling on the ocean, but, uh, well, but still, yeah. um, just, and so what we're trying to do is just capture a fraction of that. Yeah. Uh, I wow. saw, I saw a, uh, an illustration. Um, someone came up with the idea if, um, what, what it would take to power all of Europe would be a relatively small, uh, solar panel installation in the, in the Sahara Desert, and they gave that you know be, wow. be a few kilometers by a few kilometers, and that, that could generate power all of Europe, all of Europe. And uh, of course, we we have those farms out. What is it, the Mojave Desert, or you know, um, you know that you know where there's you know that constant sun, um, you know that you know they're kind of starting to replace some of the some of the 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 coal fired plants. Down in the West, yes, there. You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, the uh, you know, of course, there's the there is the the ecological benefits, you know, of reducing the t- carbon in the atmosphere and you know re- reversing global warm warming. I like this one though because it's more of an economic uh, uh, attribute that it cannot be monopolized or controlled. It really is a you know, it's a homegrown a, thing. Yeah, it's right down. <laughs> it's 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 as if. You know, it's as if you had your own chickens for the eggs. You have your own solar panels for the energy. You're you're off the grid to some extent. Yeah. Now we're not at that stage yet because we we still depend on the uh, grid when the sun isn't shining. Sure. But you know, our goal is to reach a point where, with battery backup, with battery uh, uh, supplies, we'll be able to. Uh, generate enough electricity that we'll, you'll need not need to be connected to the grid, so we don't have to worry about the grid going down. You know, through uh, someone so uh, uh, inter- interfering with the uh, uh, crashing the grid somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean that definitely the whole cybersecurity part of this is is for real. And uh, 
Um, you know, and of course, we're going to that electric economy and the the idea of electric cars and you know the you know so if you can have kind of like a clean energy uh, generation going to you know the, you know whether we're, whether we're putting it back into the grid or you know running our cars off of it or whatever I mean really you can kind of see where this is all ending up where you know we're going to lower greatly you know the amount of carbon that's being generated very interesting stuff we're talking to Brian Pitzer and uh of course we're talking about a whole well you you know you do have that kind of mechanical you know, bent to you, you know, whether it's transportation or now we're talking about alternative energy. And, and and so it does not surprise me that you would kind of do the research and say, you know, how can I lower my carbon footprint, benefit my family and do something kind of cool in 21st century uh, it's very cool, really, and that's installing the solar panels. Well, there's uh, there are so many uh, benefits. I made a list of all the all the pluses, mm-hmm. and uh, when you look at it, you say, "Ah, oh, we got to do this." Yeah, I mean, we're dealing with energy that's free and clean and re- and inexhaustible. And uh, it uh, replaces all those nasty, dirty uh, uh, fossil fuels right, and right. Uh, uh, allows the individual to actually make a contribution. You know, we're, we're stuck for the moment pretty much with uh, our uh, gas guzzling automobiles. Right. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the day when we're, we're driving electric cars and riding electric trains. and Th- uh, That would be fueled by renewable energy. Exactly. Right? So uh, That's amazing. And I thought because of the tax credits that are, that are available, this year and for the next couple of years, uh, I thought this is the time to pull the trigger and, and do this. Can you explain that? Now, you said there was a 30% tax credit on, on, on this alternative energy investment. That's correct. It's my understanding that this year is the last year for the 30% federal tax credit. Next year, it drops down to 26%. Uh, and then it, it phases out over the next two or three years beyond that. And, and so is that something where you're taking the entire investment and, it, and you get a 30% chop off of your tax? That's my understanding, yes. So you do it, you can take it all in one year. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're, we're doing uh, this year, as, we, as I said earlier, we're doing uh, part of our installation and then uh, and getting the 30% tax credit, hopefully. Wow. And then next year, we're going to finish it. And, you, and then that'll be a 26% tax credit. So, all right. So, so but, there, you know, you know, even with the tax credit there is a there is it, it's going to take a little while for you to get your total return on your investment and again your goal as you described it is that you have enough panels up there calculated against what you normally use for electricity that you'll have a zero expense uh, after it's all paid off the capital expense that's correct um we expect uh, that uh, uh, in 10 or 12 years, we will be um, earning free energy every every time uh, uh, the sun comes up. Wow. And un- unreal. And, and of course, you know, as technology happens so quickly, you know, it could be a scenario where instead of, your, instead of you sending that power back to the grid, you could actually be retaining that power if, if the battery technology catches up to where the solar panels are at. That's correct. And, and we're fully confident that that's going to happen uh, relatively shortly. Uh, I mean, you could put a, a battery system in now to do that, but it's not, not a great, it's not very efficient. Right, right. right. The... Um, in, in what's what's the aesthetics of the thing, Brian? Well, it's kind of cool. You know, they're just flat black panels. Um, on um, they almost look like um, solar um, what, sun sun um, 
Like a like a like a skylight. Skylight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're black. Like from the outside. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're black, so they don't really. Um, they don't really. Uh, uh, I don't think detract from the from the looks of your right. uh, building. Um, and they and they fit right in with our roof, and so. Uh, uh, we we, we t- like to go out and take a look at them. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've also seen installations, again, in Edinburgh, where um, there was, was a business installed. And it was there were, there were no trees in that installation. They basically put it along their, probably along their property line, you know, face. Now, yeah, they must have been facing south because you generally have to face south, correct? In, yes. in the northern hemisphere. Yes. So they were facing south, but again, uh, you know, kind of wide open. It was adjacent to this business, and I I was really impressed by that, you know. And and it didn't seem like it was very large at all. It might have been maybe a ten panels or what have you. Um, but uh, an, again, another way for a business to to save on those energy costs. That's right. And if you may recall, Joel, that Edinburgh University also has a fairly large solar array. Where's that at? It's by across the road from the Comb Field House. Okay. Uh, they put that in. I'm going to say eight years ago, something like that. And the uh, the person in charge of that said his costs would be so much less now if he were to do it now. Uh, all right. Uh, the costs have significantly yeah. come down. Uh, and but, that and that's the that's the critical thing that people need to understand is that the cost of entry now, even though it's it's pretty expensive, it has dropped considerably in the last several years. Yes, it has come down, and we expect it to con, uh, to continue to fall as as the cost of manufacturing and the efficiency of the uh, solar panels improves. Okay, so so um, y- you know there there. There is, you know, some things to consider, which is, you know, um, are are you gonna are you ready for this kind of this significant capital expense to do this? Right, you had you had to kind of make that decision. Yes, it's it, it's a major investment, and it's uh, but it's one we it's going to pay for itself. Right, and that you know your auto you, when you go out and buy a new car, it depreciates the moment you drive it off the lot. That's very true. Uh, and this is just the opposite. This is going to, in fact, as a former real estate agent, uh, it adds value to the. To I the was going to ask that is is there any detraction on your on your property values? I uh, no, it in- increases your property value. Wow, uh, because this is uh, uh, a great selling point. Is oh, when you buy this house, you have free electricity. <laughs> yeah, it, it, um, it'd be interesting to see if people are able to kind of. You you know, wind that into their um, into their selling price. Uh, you do say that uh, having some financial incentives out there would be helpful, especially to make it more uh, accessible at all strata of income. I would think exactly. Yes. You know, if there, if you know if, if if there was if there were programs available for lower income households and so on. Yes, we hope that uh, Congress will create some new incentives once these expire. Okay. Uh, so that um, uh, to make it. Uh, affordable uh for the average person it, it makes you wonder if some you know some of the you know whether it's section eight housing or some you know some of the housing people are are thinking this way or, or, or would be able to get grants to, to to install this stuff you know exactly makes you, I mean, makes you wonder I'm, about I'm that i'm sure there's many um um uh, many ways that they could come up with to help right. w- help with financing the current one. The, t- the tax credit is what's out there now. Yeah. Uh, but um, 
I think this is this is a um, uh, an evolution in place. It's, sure, we're only going to see more and more solar installations, more and more um, renewable energy, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to the day when we become an electric economy. Hmm. Okay, that's an interesting thought. We're gonna we're gonna pivot here. We're gonna welcome to the microphone John Purvis. John is from Solar Revolution Erie. So glad you were able to make it, John. How you doing? Thanks. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> no, it's, we, we're glad to have you here. All right, so tell us a little bit about how you got into this business. Well, June 1st, we just went over 11 years. Uh, That's, wow. Yep. We've done over 400 solar arrays in this time. Everything from homes, a lot of homes, businesses, standalones, sign. If it runs on electricity, we can power it. Interesting. And we started at... For a home, 720 a watt installed, June 2008. We're down under 290 a watt now. Say, say that again. I, I didn't totally catch that. When you started, how much? Uh, Solar is sold so much a watt. Installed. So much a watt. Like okay. carpet is so much a square yard installed. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Solar is so much a watt installed. We started at 720 a watt installed in 2008. And we're down under 290 a watt now. That's presently incredible. Yeah. And so, and so that that it, what do you attribute to that? It, it just uh, I mean I I know some of these panels are made in in China, but the the ones that Brian put in are made in the U.S. Uh, but uh, I guess there's just a lot of panels being made, right? Oh, it's amazing. This has happened by itself. And, you know, first came out, everyone said you're going to start a renewable energy company in Erie. You're crazy. Mm. But it's a math problem, you know. If we were in Georgia, I would put two less panels. If we were in Toronto, I would put one more. I see. Solar so is about the performance calculation. Okay. This array right here on Earth facing this azimuth at this pitch will produce this much power. I could put 10 or what we did 19 on Brian's house at this azimuth and pitch. I could put 19 right next door, 100 feet away. To his neighbor's house at a different azimuth and pitch, identical array. It'll produce different performance. Interesting. That's the art to it. Okay. And then we go there, we size up a home, then it's the performance calculation. Then we take the proposal to the homeowner and they decide if they want to do it or not, or how much they want to do. It's plug and play. We can add on about a third of our customers, commercially and residentially, do it incrementally. Okay, so they, they're not necessarily going for the zero dollar. Mm-hmm. They might be saying, hey, well, let's cut my, my bill by 50% or 35% mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and then, and then build into it. And, and, it's, and it's basically forward compatible is what you're saying. First, oh, yes. The first, why everyone's doing it is because it's under a 10-year payoff, be it one panel or 10,000 panels. Under a 10-year payoff on a system that's warranty to make power for 25 years. Mm. So 15 years free electricity. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, we, were, we were talking about how, you know, you know there's all, obviously all kinds of different options for, or not all kinds, there's a couple different options for alternative energy. And, you know, considering that we're close to the lake, you would think that we would see a lot of wind turbines, but it's not so much that, that you've encountered, is there? Well, uh, if we go... 40 miles east or west, we see that. Is that you right? Know, a, lot, a lot of this is, you know, stubbornness. You know, what's happening now in Pennsylvania is we're seeing legislation start to happen because we are an industry 
by ourselves. You know, we hit, when I started the, my business, it started with the PA Sunshine Program, a grant program, a state grant program. The year that that ended, the very next year, I did my best year in sales to date. But solar keeps getting cheaper. Whilst all the states around us have even better programs, here we are. I can't keep enough. I can't hire enough people. Wow. The revolution. We hit last year's sales April 1st of this year. Incredible. We're in three states. I, it's a blessing. I just got 20 people back from a crew in Columbus doing a 1,200 panel job for another Huntington Bank. Wow. And they said, uh, are we taking some time off? I said, not if you want to work. I'll see you at this address at 6 a.m. So you're saying the bank branches are outfitting. We have done municipalities, nonprofits, commercial, industrial, residential. Business has a about under a five-year payoff. Is that Because right? they have the 30% tax credit, plus they have corporate depreciation. Mm. Mm. They pay less for electricity. And uh, a lot of other things are happening. But here in the state, we're seeing legislation come out because they're realizing this is an industry and we're losing out to other Mm -hmm. states. Um, We had a meeting, a big town hall meeting uh, late last year, and I showed them the math. Here's my returns for New York State, where I paid the most in taxes for employees and everything. And here's Ohio. And then third is Pennsylvania, where I live. Wow. Wow. And everyone's jumping on board because it nationally, you know, the world over, it's become an industry. Here, it's become an industry. And there's no stopping it. So, so the, the overcast days, the, the rainy days and all that stuff, it, we really catch up during the summer? The, only, the reason it works is because of the interconnection agreement with the utility, which okay. all utilities have it. If we were on the equator, our solar array would make the same power every day. We are not. Some people say dreary eerie. So the solar year is May to April, like the fiscal year is October to September. We're set up this way purposefully with the PUC so we can. We're going to be lacking in the winter. So we designed it to make more in the summertime, spin that meter backwards, which they're digital now. If you look at your meter at home, it's going dash, dash, arrow to the right. That's what you're taking from the utility. Once we turn the switch, now you're going dash, dash, arrow to the left. So you're getting a bill this time of year that says zero. And you have a $400 kilowatt hour credit. Next month, zero. And now you have a 1,000 kilowatt hour credit. That gets you through the winter. Gotcha. So it's a math, it's a math problem. Right. And it's just an educational hurdle um, that's becoming less of a hurdle the more and more people that do it. We, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, the other incentives that might be able to be added, you know, whether whether, you know, even down to the municipal level or um, or if there's grants available or, and things like that, um, especially, you know, especially for lower income or, you know, Section 8 housing or something like that. Are you seeing any of that stuff on the horizon or, or is it pretty much kind of uh, you, you've got to have some it, means to well, do this? It's, it's coming. Right now, the hard nuts to crack are, uh, you know, government because they don't pay taxes. But they're good at writing grants. Um, nonprofits, things like that. Uh, other states have programs already. We're, we're behind. We're catching up. Okay. Um, the big thing that's happening now is community solar. And oh. that's, that's a name for an 
the idea is I take a field, I put 10,000 panels there, and then homes that have a lot of trees that can't do solar or their neighbor's trees shade their house. Sure. They're not a candidate for solar. Or people that rent who don't, who can't just say, let's put solar. Well, I don't own the building. Small businesses that have storefronts. Now they can come to this field and say, I want my power from this. And then we have a solar panel naming day and everyone comes out. And so these are things that New York has that is called distributed generated solar. Other states call it. It's happening 18 states in D.C. There's 16 states presently that are enacting legislation, us included. It seems like you know it'd be kind of a a great way for as you know as we take some some of these blighted buildings down these homes you know in our neighborhoods you could say well you you know you can build the rain garden or the community garden or you can build a solar array you know maybe get a grant and 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 then and then help neighbors or help the community or help the nonprofit that owns the the piece of land to kind of subsidize some of their programming. There are seven municipalities, city municipalities in the nation that have legislation that require photovoltaic on all new construction. Hmm. We're seeing subdivisions now that are coming in and putting smart grids, microgrids. So this neighborhood is powered by the solar on it. And as battery technology comes up, we're going to see more and more of that. No longer do we have to worry about snowstorms tearing a grid down and no power. Well, this neighborhood is powered and it's connected to the grid. So now we can give a little excess power to this or that. How are the energy companies? And again, we're talking to John Purvis and Brian Pitzer. John is from the Solar Revolution Erie. The energy companies are just okay with uh, being required to buy back this power? It is, it's been a love-hate relationship. (laughs) (laughs) They're taking that power that Brian's putting in today, middle of the day, giving him a credit. They're giving him a one-for-one equal credit for that. But then they're taking that power and selling it to ABC Welding, who pays demand charges middle of the day. Sure. Eight times the rate. And that's a little freebie for them. Okay. So the people in that like it. The other people, they don't. But what you have now is major utilities across the nation putting in wind turbine farms, solar fields. You can put a 10-megawatt solar field up in six months, where it takes, Mm. what, three to five years to put a coal-fired plant up? Yeah, people are just not going to do that, are they? Well, yeah, and it's it's happening. Uh, Duke Energy is putting in major wind turbine fields all out west uh major utilities are doing it um yeah uh we got to take one more break we're talking about alternative energy uh it is eight minutes in front of five o'clock stay with us very interesting topic here so that glad that you've tuned in to the all new talk eerie.com Is that a faucet running? Nope. That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. 
The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. All righty, it's uh, 6 in front of uh, 5 o'clock. We're running out of time here, but we, we've got a great conversation going here with Brian Pitzer, John Purvis. Brian is a homeowner who installed an array of solar panels on his home uh, by Solar Revolution Erie, which is John Purvis's um, you know business. And John, okay, so you know that average two thousand square foot house in That's Mill the Creek. First question we get: How yeah. much average How, home? Yeah, no such thing. Look at your electric bill. Lower left hand corner there's a bar chart. No one looks at it. Yeah, I, I Four do. Four lines under that it says kilowatt hours used last twelve months. Okay. That's what you're using at your home. Okay. Identical house next door might have five daughters. You're using yeah. a lot more power. So once we know that, I come to your house for a size up. You let me look at your bill. You let me look at your breaker box. Then point at the roof. I do my measurements. I'm out of there in 10 minutes. Then we bring you a binder with full financials, full payoff, warranty, cut sheet, interconnection, tax forms, reference, everything. Do you, do you have access to financing and all that stuff? Or? We do. Okay. Yep. So it's, it's one of those things where, where it's kind of a turnkey project. Yep. And, um, and, and so, um, okay, so if we, were, if we were talking, okay, so looks like, Brian, you know, for your 19 panels and everything that you needed to do, it was about $17,000, so a little bit less than a grand a panel if you, yep. if you do it that way, you know. And, and that number has come down considerably, hasn't it? It's come down 70% nationally in the last 10 years. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, when you think about it, if you, it's, it's like, it'd be like any other construction project at your house, if you were redoing your yep. kitchen or, or whatever. But this one starts our, making you money in, in less than 10 years or so. Our customers are the full spectrum of politics, the full spectrum of religion. The full spectrum of everything. <laughs> um, the environmental thing is the bonus. Sure. My customers are, I am saving so much money. It's an upfront investment that has guaranteed payoff that's above every other investment out there. Mm-hmm. And the math is there to prove it. We sell so many of these not because I'm such a good-looking guy, <laughs> because the proof's in the pudding. Right. Uh, you present them with all the performance, the paperwork, the payoff. When I delivered a proposal, I give a five-minute spiel and leave my cell phone number. Every one of my customers has my cell phone number. And then we leave and say, discuss it and let me know. Where's this thing going in the next three to five years? I have no idea, but it's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm hiring more. and I'm hiring. I, we have Twitter now. I don't have. I don't know how to twit. <laughs> uh, my interns from all the colleges, I, I tell them, prepare your, you know, make your position and yeah. prove it. Uh, you know, the, we have the website, community relations. Uh, I have people now that got their master's in sustainability that are doing just industrial and commercial. I'm hiring the young. I, I know how to talk to people and install and design solar. Uh, 
the business part of it is the downside. I, yeah. That's the bummer part. I like to dress like this. And you you like to people. get on the roof. Yeah. Now yeah. they got me going job to job just mm-hmm. delivering materials. That's no yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And, 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 the, and the, I would imagine that the manufacturing plants are just going nuts right now. There's just a high everybody demand. Everybody wants solar. I just haven't given them their proposal yet. Interesting. It is that it, it, we can't keep up. I'm hiring more and more people, uh, you know, developing crew leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 26-year-old young lady, Baron. I, she was a two-year intern. She is bringing back the 20-man crew from Columbus from that 1,200-panel wow. job this afternoon. Amazing. Uh, you know, I'm born and raised here. We have people from here. And, you know, they're trying to get me to open one in South Carolina who just passed all the legislation. Wow. I got, so, again, I got we have, big offers from large national companies trying to buy me out, which, you know. You're not ready to do no, that yet. I, I we need to talk to, to – it sounds like we need to talk to our legislators, though, to make it a little – to sweeten it. I'm down to my last 10 seconds. Uh, one of the best investments you've ever made, Brian? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this, this one's going to pay, uh, pay off not only financially but environmentally – and it's it's um, going to add value to the house, and. Uh